it's all very well talking about being real, showing up real, having authentic conversations online and offline, but hey, could we do with a few tips on how? Yes, we could. Hello, I'm Trisha Lewis. This is the Make It Real podcast, and I will be talking to very real people who've had very real experience, mistakes and everything, and they will be giving you those tips. So, stay tuned. So, we are going to be telling some stories, listeners. This episode is really going to dig deep on storytelling and in a way that isn't, you know, I'm not talking about you going and writing fairy tales or writing a novel. This is going to be really, really relevant to you as business owners. Um, and, it, and it's just going to be lovely because I'm talking with the fabulous Catherine Ledger, who is a business storyteller, content marketer. She specializes in helping technical and business to business businesses, B2B as we know, uh, win better clients through story-driven content marketing. Hi, Catherine. Lovely to be here, Tricia. And I love your podcast, very real, my sort of stuff, heartwarming. So I feel quite honored to be here. Thank you so much. Oh, that's a oh well, that's lovely. I don't need any more than that. I'm just I'm just gonna go and float around. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, no, that's lovely. And and I was ex- we're we're in um we're in quite unusual circumstances at the moment. I'm camping out in my neighbour's flat because the builders are in, and I suddenly realised I had no electrics. Um, uh, I've got a lovely neighbour though, um, and <clears throat> Catherine's a little bit worried about the sa- the. Uh, Uh, reception going dodgy so we're just you know the thing about having a podcast that's called make it real is that if things happen we deal with it in a very real way so we'll just start chatting and if the sound goes kaput and everything goes weird then we'll press pause and we'll start again so let's get on with this because the first thing Catherine I want you to share (laughs) with because we're, we're, we're going to struggle to keep this in half an hour that's for sure but the first thing I want to share with the listeners is your story because that's where it all begins yeah. so okay yeah. so I um well can I just tell you what my brand of storytelling is yes it, uh, people have different types of storytelling but my type of storytelling is storytelling to help businesses to reach the ideal clients with the right story and content and um, get them to engage and become drawn in with memories and experiences that are relevant to those people. Something oxytocin is released, uh, which fires up the neural pathways. So uh, it's the cuddle hormone, the love hormone. So basically um, people have empathy with you and get drawn in. And ideally they then want to become part of your story. They act as ambassadors to you in time as well as working with you it builds loyalty and um you know it's just really engaging and you get the right response because this chemical creates a response and you can sell more by but the way i do storytelling is not hard to sell um, <laughs> and we've always done it around sort of campfires cave paintings smokers corner playgrounds but the powerpoint um uh scenario has knocked it all out of the park people um have to say things in three bullets that's what i was taught all the way through my career and it um 
it was very frustrating because that's not the way we talk and think and have communications and conversations. So that's it really. That's the, it's memories and experiences which are relevant to your audience. Yeah, yeah and, and I'm glad you, you mentioned campfire because I think, yeah, realising that this is in our wiring is, yeah. is yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is definitely. So, so growing up, um, I was a really um, quiet child. I've got a quiet voice and I, I have been drowned out by lots of noise at times. And I was very small and quiet, a bit cute. I was long blonde hair, but I wasn't like my school friends who were very sporty. And I felt really left out and um, a little bit bullied. I used to creep up to my dad's attic where um, he uh, gave me um, stories to read, fantasy tales, Lord of the Rings, Wizard of Oz, um, The Hobbit, uh, Alice in Wonderland and Grimm's fairy tales. So it wasn't the chocolate box storytelling, it was uh, Cinderella's stepsister hacking off a, a toe to get her foot into the golden shoe. It, it didn't cost it me. So, and I grew up in wild Northumberland, so I, I spent a lot of time in this attic, which had a lot of rooms, and just fed my imagination with these stories. I related to the, the stories the heroes because everything came right for them. So I thought, I'm struggling. If I can be like them, like Dorothy, find my way back, I will be all right. So they gave me hope for the future and I hung on to those stories and I looked for stories in the jobs I did, but I couldn't find storytelling. It was 20 years ago and it wasn't really as, as um, commonplace as now. I started off trying to, learning to be a lawyer, did the first year and realised that's not for me. A choice of two courses psychology or librarianship <laughs> I, just, I don't know, I think the careers advice was too good <laughs> anyway I decided to go and train to be a librarian and uh, set up um, libraries in, in corporates uh, technical libraries and dug out boring facts and made them interesting for bid support and marketing and sales so I learned I had that skill I love dry data I love storing data I know I could bring it to life when I look at it um, I went into market research, went into marketing, ended up in business planning. Again, it's not really me. But the vice president of this um, Helco, where this business planning unit was, um, he showed me a, an article um, about storytelling in business planning and content marketing. So my little ears pricked up and I thought, right, I've got to be doing this. So I went on the hunt for a job that allowed me to do storytelling. And there was a general manager who was struggling with his um, large sales force to get a complex message out um, to some uh, to uh, a variety of customers, some of whom weren't technical. So somehow they needed a common language. So I thought storytelling. So I said, "Can I be the story master?" They said, "Yeah." So <laughs> just like that's how I landed in uh, storytelling land. Um, and what I did was I. Um, got these complex facts and I made them into stories in the mar in, through, through the content marketing. So I created a game of snakes and ladders where the portfolio was the dice, the six sides of the dice. The salespeople were playing to win in the game of converged network infrastructure, um, connectivity solutions. And, um, and uh, the, the ladders were the um, opportunities and the pitfalls were the stakes. They could go in and sell saying, you know, you need to sort out the risks associated with putting in the solution. And um, if you've got the ladder on the other side, story arc, um, is, um, is, the, is, is the, the brilliant life you can have with, with this solution that we're, we're, we're bringing to you. So it was the story arc, but I hadn't read 
any books on, on storytelling. It literally was something natural that I just, you know, just, just did. And um, unlikely hero, sales went through the roof. Um, Multi-million pound deals were signed. And I was just a hero straight away. Um, I, I was amazed. Um, I, I, and the other thing was that I wanted to make the, the, the salespeople and their uh, customers look like heroes. I wanted to be the guide. And it's exactly what you should be doing in storytelling. So it was amazing. Um, and I was just kind of, I was just so happy. I just, everything was great. And everything I did was, was a story. And this is just, this was what I was born to do. Yeah. It was brilliant, but um, it all went horribly wrong. Um, as, I, as, all, as all good stories do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was tempted into these lucrative um, roles, um, which were to do with marketing, traditional marketing, but no storytelling. And I lost the will to live. I got major depression. Um, I, I felt I was in some sort of horrible half-life. I had no reason to get up in the morning. Uh, you know, I, I didn't like it. And in my last contract, I was looking out the plate glass windows at the sun outside and feeling really, really trapped. Because um, I wasn't doing what makes my heart sing. So um, I went out and wrote uh, The Story of Hope, which is a book I'm uh, publishing in, in two months' time. It's going to be available. But it's about this person in the attic that is trapped and they find their way back through the safety of a beautiful cloak. So um, I'm hoping that that story is, hero story is going to help people in depression because a big part of my um, storytelling is being vulnerable as well as strong, this victory and vulnerability. And um, I would love to help people who are stuck. They I really want to help people tell the right story. Um, but in business, um, obviously you've got to make money, you've got to live, earn a crust. So um, I thought, what am I going to do? So um, what happened was something dreadful happened. I was climbing up a ladder into my loft and I fell off the top rung of the ladder and I crashed to the floor and broke my back in two places and I cra cracked my head on the back of the door, um, almost went over the banisters, which would have been curtains, and I was out for the count. So I was out for the count for a whole year. Basically, I, um, I had to think of something different. This, this being in the wrong job, in the wrong life, telling the wrong story, it's gonna kill me. I can't do this anymore. So I spent a whole year thinking what to do and I, I found my why. I decided to set up my business, Coffee That Sells, um, to write um, a brand story for people who need to grow and find the right clients, um, to write a plan to help them point that story at the right people and content to populate it so that they can go on this evolving journey and get the right clients. So that's what I wanted to do, but I did it wrong. Trisha, did it wrong. Um, I launched myself into it as I'm very good at doing uh, like off the ladder and I um, didn't do a plan I didn't do my personas so I didn't really I told to everybody and um, some of them didn't really value me enough and uh, I decided to focus so now in my fifth year it does take a little while I'm now working more with technical and b2b clients I do help um, people who are keen to do storytelling and guide them to do their story um, as well, so that if they don't know how, they're given the tools and techniques. So I use so many techniques that I've gathered over 20 years. Um, but that's what I do. And um, my advice is uh, don't um, get into the wrong story and it can be disastrous. 
So really find what you love doing and tell a story about that. That's I what you love, love doing. Mm. Oh, oh, hang on. I, it's me. I'm echoing now. My, my sound went weird then. Uh, hello, hello. Hang on. I'm just going to move my <laughs> microphone. Uh, see, I told you this. I told you this would be very real. Um, I'm now going to hold my microphone as if I'm a cabaret singer. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's that's weird. <laughs> yeah now now i feel i need to burst out into song do you know what i love that that i mean talk about the the, the layers of story 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 i mean you start uh, well is it any surprise that Catherine has just told a brilliant story about her story no it's not a surprise because that's what she is an absolute natural at and i just love the fact that you mentioned the attic to begin with and mm. being up there reading. and then of course it's the stairs it's the ladder to the yeah it's I mean, true i never thought of that actually i never thought of that thank really? you yeah it's all it's all it's um, all twist together it's yes extraordinary um and it was so visual and that's and that is a real skill isn't it with storytelling now here's the thing when so when i'm listening to story and the same as you, I grew up, you know, with those kind of um, Hans Christian Andersen and Grim Fairy Tales and Wizard of Oz and blah, 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 Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe and all of that. So, so visual because, of course, we didn't have everything on a screen. We, we, and also even listening to radio. So you were, you were making the pictures in your head, listening. Now, that is listening to the actual spoken word. Mm. Um, but of course, when you're writing, you've also presumably got to paint pictures. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do. And I, I, um, I, we have, we, I'm, I'm a very visual person, so I do like to have a picture in my head before I actually, so uh, if I think about the story, I think I make myself falling out that attic, you know, it's just how it is. So just think of experiences, because storytelling is about experiences. And if, if it's the flat written word, just writing it, and not feeling it and it having emotion and it's very conversational storytelling which is why it's not hard selling it's very two-way um conversation and that's why i love it so much yeah it's just got mm. so much sensory stuff built in and it and it's the same with i mean if you're standing on a stage giving a talk or whatever i again i always say it's interesting you say conversation because i always say think of it think of it as a conversation don't yeah. put it in this separate box that you're there and they're there and there's this thing that you have to do it's you know even if it's a monologue technically it's still a conversation mm. in its in its essence yeah you're you're yeah. drawing people in aren't you and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh so you also of course importantly remind people that if they're stuck in their own personal story that doesn't fit yeah. really press pause and consider changing it yeah. it's it's it is it's it's not good to be stuck in a place which is you know i've seen so many people in the corporate world that were just going to stay there to retirement they couldn't think of anything else to do it was all almost just be miserable that's what work is it's not how it should be there's a nice quote from someone called bruce Meltzer, a novelist and comic book author we are all shy, we are all bold, we are all heroes, we're all helpless. It depends on the day. So I I I, I think love that, Yeah. So I, I think we've got to just be real and um we're all searching and trying to make some meaning out of life. And um it it's not just I'm going to be a solicitor, I'm gonna be this, I'm gonna be that. It's 
doing what is going to be our best life and telling the story about that. That's what I feel. Mm. And it's okay to feel a bit vulnerable and, and to show a bit of vulnerability in your story. Mm. Yeah, I love that you said victory and vulnerability. That was, that was fabulous. Uh, so one of the places that people get a bit weirded out about, about storytelling is on well it's whether it's on their social media the, the profile section or on your website the about section you, people people get very i think people get very confused because we we sometimes get stuck between a sort of chronological i did this i did that i did the other which is a bit boring and then or we go the other way and just say, I'm here for you. Um, I give you value in this, which is, yeah, it's all about start with them and do it. But that's not very natural either. So no. it's, that, it's that how to kind of tell your story without, um, as you say, without sort of slipping into the self-indulgence. Yeah. Because yeah. people worry about that, don't they? They worry that you can think, oh, this is all about me. We're given this message all the time. Oh, don't make it about you. Don't make it about you which is a really confusing message yeah. because of course it's about you as well. I mean, uh, yeah. 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 So, so as you would normally do, if you were talking to someone in a networking meeting or, or just in the shops or in the park, you'd sort of ask about them and you'd say, you know, what's, and they might tell you a problem. So it's like, first of all, um, you know, putting them center stage, say so what what's your problem so defining that defining the problem have you got this problem drawing them in and then painting a what-if picture of what life could look like if it was solved so because you're the guide so um then introducing your services in a framework where it's relevant to the person you're trying to help because we all want to help other people and make them have a better life and then explaining um and say that what you've done to, you know, to, to as endorsement, while well, you're the best person to help the client, um, and then to guide them to the other side, it's called the story arc. And the call to action is, you know, let's have a chat, um, but it's all about the other person. So put framing everything in terms of their problem and how you can solve it, and you've done it in the past yourself. That's how I've done my um, about section on LinkedIn. And I, I, the story arc's really powerful and it's got five bits to it. It's got the context, it's five C's. Context, which is what's the problem the customer's got. The conflict that they are having, which is keeping them up at night. Climax, they can't solve it. Closure is where, you know, I've got a solution, I can help you. And conclusion, um, I've helped other people. Um, it's going to look good. Let's let's have a chat. It's it's that really. It's it's giving them, um, a, you know, a peace of mind and a um, a glimpse. They can't it, they can't see what lies on the other side of the problem. It's mm. the story arc, letting them see what lies on the other side of the hill, and they're yes. stuck and they need a guide to help them. So that's what I tend to bear in mind when I'm talking to clients. Yeah, I, yeah. Lo I love you, you. You said this a number of times that vi that that visual idea of the guide. Um, was it uh, sometimes people refer to? Is it Star Wars? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. They've all got elements. It's got. It, they've yeah. all got. Um, um, Glinda, the in Wizard of Oz, the the Good Witch of the South. 
she helps Dorothy uh, on her quest to get home and, and she acts the guide, guiding um, Dorothy uh, to navigate through the perils of her journey. And Dorothy gets into conflict and setbacks and a climax where the, the uh, Wicked Witch of the West appears and she kills her by throwing a, a bucket of water over her. And then that's closure. She finds a way back home um, wiser. Yeah. So the thing about storytelling, Trisha, is it doesn't end. It's evolving the whole time. And with some, especially with fact-based sort of messages, people say, this is me, I sell this, all this jargon. And it's, it's it, a story is, is where you are now and, and, and it, it, it keeps moving and changing because that's what a hero or a quest story is. So those are the sort of ingredients for bringing the uh, customer in and making them feel, feel important as the hero of the story. Yeah, I love that the the C's. We we will put that in the in the notes. That that was that was really useful to guide you, because you, yeah. you're guiding us, Catherine. Because that's what you're doing, um, and that's what we should be doing. Guide, guide, guide. So where does right? So if you're um, just you, if you're the kind of brand, if you if you are the voice and face of your business, okay. Um, then there's sometimes a bit of a conflict, isn't there, between how much do people need to know about, right, so you've told us your personal yeah. journey yeah. and your story, and it's so, and the fact is, of course, you did it in a way that's so beautifully linked and connected with everything you do and that's the trick isn't it rather than just saying oh well you know I grew up in whatever and I've been to um, drama school or whatever it is and I've got an MA in this and uh, yeah I mean fine um, but that's not really what's going to work is it but it doesn't mean to say you can't talk about your life story but somehow you've got to make the links would you say yeah. I think it depends where you're going to put it I think um if you're going to do an about page, people are, want to know the person or the people behind the business. If it's a company of several people, um, it's still good to show the heart of the company um, and the people and why they do what they do. Because one of my clients um, realized that in one role he had, um, a lot of corners were being cut on customer satisfaction. So he didn't want to do it like that anymore. So he's very, very, um, kind and um, generous to his customers and very um, um, humble almost so that story is really lovely but he does it's not appropriate for him to be going on and on about all this sort of horrible stuff going on but if he was talking in a, uh, a present on a, on a stage or talking in front of clients or um, and he wanted to sort of um, explain a bit more about what he who he is Mike might as the founder go into a little bit more detail um so it all depends you adapt the story that's why i spend a lot of time with a brand story with lots of elements to it but you don't have to put it all in one place it's all you build it and evolve it and you're very attentive to the audience because i don't think that clients would want a, a sort of uh, jack and ori story but it could be that you could use an analogy when you're talking in a presentation using that there's no when to use um, a bit of personal stuff and when not to but I feel that if you say you've struggled I feel it's really strong because at the end of the day you've overcome problems and challenges and your client will know that you can help them overcome theirs and you're a human being and it'll be easy you'll be 
easy to work with. You won't tell them what to do. You'll work with them and you're on their side. And when I work with clients, I show them a sort of timeline of someone setting off on a journey, going down dips, going up peaks, um, you know, um, and it's not a straight line. And I say, what are the dips and the, the problems and the challenges you've had? And a lot of people say I've had none. It's been fantastic. It's been rosy. Nothing's gone wrong. I don't believe them. Um, but the challenges are what brings it to life because life is all about challenges. It's not easy. So it builds a bridge between you and your customers if, if yeah. it's done well in a relevant way. Mm. That's it. That's the word, isn't it? Relevant. Yeah, relevant. I, I, um, I tend to use the word weaving for some reason that, that kind of yeah. appeals to me. The idea that you're sort of you weave your story into. Yeah, it's like a golden thread that comes through. It's like you're sitting on a bit of treasure that they're not using a story, but bring it out, tease it out, and weave it through their content so that people come to them um, and they don't have to go running about hard selling that they are going they're speaking to people um and it's in a natural way in a natural conversational way yeah and the thing is that a story because i think people's natural uh connection when they hear the word story is they're thinking of you know a book or um a film or whatever which is quite a lengthy thing and the thing about story when you're working with businesses is that at this you can use the principle of storytelling in really small amounts of copy can't you yeah you can it's it's um it's just being real obviously i'm in the right place for saying that just being real just this is me and naturally just telling stories um which explain um things in a conversational way uh, with a with a very clear on your why and your brand story and bringing it out into what you do you obviously have to sell you'll have to sell it and, and tell people what you do and tell them about your products but and there are times where the emotion is at the beginning of of, of, of the sales process and the marketing process there's logic it's in people start thinking well why should i buy your service tell me more about it and then emotion comes back in at the end there's kind of like a a, a, a sort of logic sandwich that's how it works yeah logic sandwich is gorgeous i love that i absolutely love that yeah because you can't you can't just splash emotion left right and center and, no. and think that no 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 it doesn't work i've seen it I've just hype and um sensationalism and fear messaging and it's not my bag it's hard just get to the heart of what your business does and bring it out into your content that's what i do yeah well that's what i feel yeah. people should do really to get the best out of um, the businesses and how do you um so if your business is uh somewhat technical which is one of yeah. your uh, things that you specialize in so you, you so you there might be people listening to this and saying well yeah story oh brilliant right i've got to paint all sorts of fabulous rich pictures with emotion and god knows what and um i'm dealing with um electrical cables or whatever it is um yeah well the thing is about technical companies is that they're most creative people, they're most helpful. You know, they, they are creating fantastic solutions that change people's lives. So I look for the magic behind what they're saying um, and the sort of sparkle and the magic, especially with some people like tech startups, because they've thought of some invention and it's really quite magical. They've been down the pub or running together or something like that. So this it happens in a very natural setting so that's 
you know, looking and, and listening to the sorts of uh, words they use, like one of a, a trade finance um, advisor <clears throat> that I did his story for, um, he talked in a lot of, of jargon because his, a lot of his clients do, um, but I put into non-technical terms his story, uh, which is all about making um, people's lives easier through choosing the right trade finance solution. Um, but it was very much, uh, his approach was very much, I can, let's get over the obstacles, let's the art of the possible. So he was saying the art of the possible anyway, which fits into the story arc. So let's show you what life could look like on the other side of the problem. And, um, and so I, oft, I, I, it has to sound like, if I'm writing a story for somebody, it has to sound like them. So there's a lot of sparkle and magic in people's stories, but you have to dig it out and tease it out because they often, you know, they lapse into the, you know, maybe some factual stuff because it's um, safe and, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you can't do too much motherhood stuff if it's a very technical company. It has to be language that somebody else who's technical will also understand, but they might be using different jargon. So these pictures and these stories are really going to speak to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, gosh, this is fascinating. It's one of those, as we said before we, we started, storytelling is, is such a rich uh, topic that we could, uh, we could fill half a dozen podcast episodes with it. Is there anything else, before we sort of wind up a little bit, is there anything else that you have made a note of, for instance, that you, that you want to share? Or have we, have we ticked most things off? Yeah, well, I do get this question if a company's a little bit bigger, you know, can I tell my story because it's indulgent and, you know, I've got lots of staff, I want to make them feel good, it's not about me, but it's the collective heart of the, um, of the company that is important, you know, the collective heart, because they're all doing it because they feel strongly and passionate about something. And the other thing is with storytelling is it's important to get the sto story right and get a core story, first of all then work out a content marketing strategy. This is the order I do it. And then content to populate strategy. If you do this brand story right, then it means that um, you've got lots and lots and lots of, of ideas for content. Uh, so, you know, getting the, start with your why, definitely. Mm -hmm. I love that book, Simon Sinek, Start With Why. It's really important. So start with the why, and then um, you can, uh, you know, sort of just talk about what you love best doing and your clients will love you back. It's as simple as that. I love, I love, I love things when they when they are actually remarkably simple. And yet, of course, getting to that simplicity isn't so simple. Which is why we have people like you um, and all the other coaches who are working on various different parts of all of this um, to help. Because yeah, I, 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 I didn't come up with. I mean, it took me ages to work out the core story of what I was trying to do. Um, and and I did that by working with people. I you know, I didn't sort of because it sometimes it just goes round and round in your head, and you're just getting more into a mush of spaghetti and and everything, and you ah frozen. And it's usually the simplest of things. And I think as business owners, we often overlook those simple things because they're part of our story and mm. part of our skill and our understanding and something that we quite naturally fall into. We, we tend to underestimate what that thing is, don't we? So yeah, we're too close to it. That's the problem. So somebody else could come in and, you know, tell them. I mean, I could I guide people with tools and techniques to help them tell their story if they want to tell their own, or I do it for them. 
but they just don't, they just far too close. They've got so much in their heads, they can't get it out and they don't know what the important bits to bring out. Yeah. And the third party that's done it a long time, like me, can sort of say straight away, that's it, you know, sort of thing. So it's just getting that little bit of help. And, you know, I do think everyone should tell stories. I don't want to be writing everybody's story. You know, at the end of the day, I think we all should be telling stories. But if I can guide them and help them, that's just what I'm here to do. Oh, Catherine, what f- I'm glad you're there. So if people want to um, talk to you more, get to know you more, um, where's the best place to, is it LinkedIn mainly? LinkedIn is where I hang out mostly. Um, and uh, I've got a website, copythatsells.co.uk. Um, but I, I do, all my, most of my conversations are on LinkedIn. I, I do use Facebook and Twitter a bit, but mostly LinkedIn. It's my favourite pro- pro- uh, platform. Uh, yeah. social media definitely yeah and um I, on my website i've got the a to z of storytelling and um also um i've got a youtube channel so i go through every letter of the alphabet and give tips and techniques um i've written an article called um uh how to avoid getting sucked into the wrong story because wrong business story because i i don't want people to be stuck so that's on my website so uh, if and if they have any questions um, Catherine at copy that sells.co.uk and they can also uh, if they're interested in that book that I mentioned about the hero coming out the attic through depression um, you know I'd love just you know email me and I'll, I'll tell them when that's coming out but I'd love someone to be helped by that but yeah that- <laughs> sorry Weird. This microphone that sounded like there was a lion in the room just then um, is <laughs> there is a lion in the room no um, <laughs> Story of Hope, did you say, was the title? Yes, Story of Hope, yeah. yeah. It's a small book, very highly illustrated. Well, I like, I like small book. You can pack a real punch with a, with a small book. Pack a lot in a very small space with this use yeah. of story. Yeah. And, oh, love it. Really look forward to that. That, yeah. that sounds yeah. brilliant. So yeah. thank you so, so much, Catherine. I, I've, it is a chat that we could carry on having for hours, yeah. but listeners will have got a huge amount out of this. And I'll put the various little um, uh, little points that you mentioned, those C's and, and yeah. oh, Catherine's A to Z, you must, you must check that out, listeners, because it's so useful, so well done. So, yeah, thanks. And yeah. we'll talk again. And um, uh, more stories to tell, no doubt. Yeah. I think it would, we'll try and do a yarn rather than a yawn. Um, and let's all keep storytelling. That's what that's what we're here to do. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Trisha. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you. Yes! Take action. Try this one small step. So it's a no-brainer. Apply the five C's of the story arc to your business. Context, what's their problem? Conflict, what's keeping them up at night? Climax, they can't solve it, can they? So closure, you have a solution. And conclusion, you've helped others, gone pretty well. So let's chat. That's your call to action, if you like. Give it a go. And always keep in mind this story essence. Maybe Find your story more. Think about stories from your past, from what you've done with clients, from, you know, paint pictures. Have fun. Lot of fascinating stuff. You might need some show notes. So head over to trishalewis.com forward slash make it real podcast and subscribe because then you'll know when the next episode is available. I give you permission to go out and be real and enjoy it. Look forward to the next episode.
never be replaced.